It is not God's purpose to make America great again, but to make Israel the greatest kingdom and empire on the earth. This is David Billington with you for the Bible in the News. The day is soon coming when the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 11 verse 15. That is the day when the Lord Jesus Christ will return, Acts 1 verse 11, and the throne of David will be restored, Luke 1 verses 31 to 33 and Acts 3 verse 21. Israel will be the first dominion of the empire of Israel and the greatest nation to ever have existed, Micah 4 verse 8 and Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. There are amazing events taking place today which demonstrate that day is near. Recently, we have seen the peace and prosperity spoken of by Ezekiel in chapter 38 taking shape in Israel. It is so incredible to hear Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates speaking of the circle of peace with Israel. But what will be the secret to Israel's success? Will it be her alliances with the nations around? First, we must go back to the time of Judah's first restoration at the time of the Persian Empire. During the time of the Persian Empire, Judah's first exile came to an end, and they were restored to their land during the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. Eventually, the Persian Empire was defeated by Alexander the Great. Alexander died at a young age in Babylon, and his empire was divided between his generals. Daniel chapter 11 foretold the events that would befall Daniel's people, the Jews, subsequent to these events. Daniel 11 specifically relates the events that would have an impact upon the Jewish people by focusing on the two divisions of Alexander's empire to the north and the south of Israel. Throughout the prophecy, these are referred to as the king of the north and the king of the south. The great difficulty for Daniel's people would be whom they should try to be allied with, which power, the northern or the southern, would provide the most freedom, peace, and security. At first, it would seem that the king of the south would be the best choice. Daniel 11 verse 5 states that the king of the south shall be strong. Daniel 11 verse 11 tells us, one of the instances of when the king of the south, Ptolemy, would wage war against the king of the north, Antiochus, and overcome him. Verse 12 tells us that after victory, his heart would be lifted up. Rollins' History, Volume 1, page, Volume 3, page 102, records these events. After Antiochus' retreat, all Syria and Palestine submitted with great cheerfulness to Ptolemy. Having been long subject to the Egyptians, they were more attached to them than to Antiochus. Ptolemy was desirous of making a progress through the conquered provinces, and among other cities he visited Jerusalem. He saw the temple there and even offered sacrifices to the God of Israel. Things, however, didn't go well when Ptolemy wished to enter the holy places of the temple, which were, of course, forbidden. A proud Greek ruler would be unable to fathom the holy things of Israel. Rollins' history continues. After this, he left the city, highly exasperated against the Jewish nation, on account of the accident which had befallen him, and loudly threatened it with vengeance. 
he accordingly kept his word, and the following year raised a cruel persecution, especially against the Jews of Alexandria, whom he endeavored to reduce by force to worship false deities. Later the king of the north would come and defile the temple, cause the sacrifices to cease, Daniel 11 verse 31, and persecute the Jewish people, which would instigate the uprising of the Maccabees. The clear message in these events is that neither the king of the south nor the king of the north could be trusted as allies. Daniel 11 verse 27 says, And both these kings' hearts shall be to do mischief, and they shall speak lies at one table. There was a great truth for the Jews at that time, for Israel today, and for us from these things, which can be summarized by Isaiah 2 verse 22. Cease ye from man, whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? Daniel 11 goes on to speak about the latter days, when there will once again be a king of the north and a king of the south. In the latter days, there will be two groupings of nations, as laid out in Ezekiel 38. Gog and those with him in the north, identified as Russia, Europe, and Iran. Those raising a voice against the invasion being those in the south, the Gulf states, allied with the great trading nations of the world, Britain, America, and others. Just like in times of old, they will contend with each other. Just like in the times of the Greek empires, neither of them can be relied upon, but both these kings shall be to do mischief, and they shall speak lies at one table. Under Trump and Pence, the United States was a power which was very supportive of Israel and completely changed the paradigm in the Middle East. With Joe Biden coming to power, the United States has completely flip-flopped back to a European Catholic approach to Israel. This abrupt swing in foreign policy by the world's superpower makes them a completely unreliable partner for Israel or any other Middle Eastern nation. Amjad Taha is the Bahrain-based regional director of the British Middle East Centre for Studies and Research and an advisor to senior Gulf Cooperation Council officials. He wrote an opinion piece in the Israel Hayom newspaper this week, which is amazing in itself. His message is even more shattering to old Middle East perceptions. He writes, With the support of the Gulf states... Sudan is now in, in more secure than ever. With the mediation of the Gulf states, Morocco and Sudan entered the circle of peace with Israel. The Arab world's economic and military power is currently concentrated in the Arabian Gulf, and all Arab countries view Gulf Cooperation Council member states as developed, successful, and pro prosperous. Now the Emirates and Bahrain have found a strong and resolute ally in Israel. Over the years, this ally has not changed its position and has continued to refuse any negotiations with the Iranian regime. However, the U.S. has and will continue to change its positions and allies with every change of presidency. Amazing words. The circle of peace with Israel will become a circle of peace and prosperity. Israel is considered a more resolute ally than the United States.
The United States is perceived as a nation that will not be steadfast, but potentially flip its foreign policy every time there is an election. Melanie Phillips, in an article on Israel National News entitled Obama's Third Term, wrote, And once again Israel is on its own in a diplomatic minefield where friends and enemies blur in a nightmarish haze. The point is, there is no nation for Israel to rely upon. Compare the United States flip-flopping to the God of Israel. James 1 verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. The lesson is, trust in the God of Israel. He is the only ally Israel needs. This is what made Hezekiah a great king. 2 Kings 18 verse 5 says regarding Hezekiah, He trusted in the Lord God of Israel, so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel. That was the secret of his success. Hezekiah's name means strengthened of Yah. He trusted in God and so was strengthened of Yah. There were those at Hezekiah's time, such as Shebna, who wanted to lean on Egypt for help. The chariots of his glory would be a shame, Isaiah 28, 22 verse 18. Those who wanted to go down to Egypt are condemned in Isaiah 30 and 31. Isaiah 30 is a prophecy for the latter day, the day when Israel will be made great again. This can be seen by verse 8, CAV margin, and by many other points in the chapter. In other words, the scenario in the latter days will be the same. Israel will have to learn to not trust in the king of the south, or Egypt, but in the name of Yahweh, with whom there is no variableness, or shadow of turning. There is still a future destiny for the United States, when they will turn to the God of Israel and submit to the king on David's throne. Psalm 45 verse 12 says, And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. In the meantime, Israel has to learn that the secret for success and what will make Israel great again is to trust in the God of Israel and not the United States. We too have to learn to trust in the God of Israel. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. If you're listening to this podcast, visit www.bibleinthenews.com for links to a list of articles, some referenced in this podcast, which I have found interesting this week. Thanks for listening. Once again, this has been David Billington with you for the Bible in the News.